0: Cults over here.
1: Cults over there. There are cults everywhere. everywhere. And we're gonna tell you all about it with a fairy tale twist. Welcome to Once,
2: Once upon, upon a Cult.
1: Once upon a time, there was an evil organization, and they were like, hey, everybody, the world is round, it's a sphere. And then secretly, they're like, shit, you guys, we made a mistake. It's really flat. What do we do now? They're like, let's perpetuate a lie and keep pretending it's a circle for reasons.
0: For real
1: reasons
0: that exist and
1: are true. (laughs) Hi, welcome to Once Upon a Cult. My name's Sean. I'm Rachel. And I'm Alan. And we're bringing you Flat Earthers today. So much fun.
0: Yes. Oh, my goodness.
1: i know i mean um, there's
0: definitely a lot of silliness to be had
1: (laughs) yeah and i'm sorry listeners um i'm gonna say up front i do have a little bit of trouble with this one just because there's not a lot of information and the information there is it's very similar to QAnon, where you're just told back like you're a sheep you just believe what everybody believes because that's what you are told or you're told that um you can't prove it's not real.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: no, what it is, it's, um, you can't prove it's not real. And I'm like, well, here's some science. And they're like, well, that's not real science. Let me give you this real science that, you know, science isn't isn't real. But I say the science is real because I did my own research. So, okay. Yeah. And I hate that phrase more than anything in the world. The, I did my own research, fa- si- like, saying fills me with rage.
2: <laughs> with rage. No, you
0: didn't. You didn't do your own research. You made up pretend science. <laughs> your own facts that are not facts. That's not research.
1: <laughs> are you research Facebook with other people you know are supporters of this yeah. thing?
0: Yes. Yes. Um yeah, goodness forbid uh we get rid of our confirmation bias. So
1: yeah. Well, let's start at the beginning. So I went all the way back, Rachel and Alan. Oh, to as a the man, times. pants, comes up on my phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I was looking up Alexander Skarsgård, and he has, like, a picture of him in, like, a suit jacket and a nice shirt in his underwear. And I'm like, that's a good picture to put. Wow.
2: Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. But I digress.
1: <laughs> So the Earth was believed flat as early as uh, the BCs, like up to 323 BC. And this was the Bronze Age, the Iron Age. And then it started being thought of as spherical by Pythagoras in 6th century BC. And then from there, we just kind of moved more and more towards that theory because of the science that says that it is a sphere and not flat.
0: Yes. And you know, Pythagoras, he knows his shapes. He taught us about triangles. (laughs) And then he's like, hey, we're on a sphere. (laughs) He's all about his shapes. So how can you not believe him?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So and then um, this has been a thing for a long time, but the flat earthers have been gaining a lot of momentum, especially in the last few years. And what kind of brought it back to the forefront is Matt Boylan. So Matt Boylan worked for NASA and he came out and said, it's a lie, y'all it's flat. They're covering it up. And everybody's like, Oh, you know what you're talking about? Cause you work for NASA.
0: Yes. Cause it, like apparently he did something as an artist for NASA, um, like working on art with them, I guess. Um, and I love his name that he's taken for himself now. Uh, math, Powerland is the name he goes by now (laughs) instead of math math, because that's a first name. Powerland.
1: (laughs) That's weird seeing people change their names on our show.
0: It's so unusual, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But my goodness, like some of the videos of him, he is so filled with rage as a person. He is angry about everything. And he's just constantly railing about everyone and how they're against him and i i honestly in watching him i'm concerned about his mental health like i don't understand why this person isn't seeing professionals um but instead is like sitting in front of uh you know, webcams and making these rage-filled videos, and people are eating it up and they're loving it. And I'm like, how are you not scared of this
2: man? <laughs> yeah, and he was even the he, So he was the one in the, that documentary that we saw that was even like arguing with other doc, other conspiracy theorists, right, or other flat earthers, right? Also. yes, yes,
0: yeah. And part of that, I think, was he he kind of started the movement. And I believe that our dear friend Mark went to him and was, like, kind of, like, had learned from him and was, like, yes, like, I understand, like, I believe you. But then people wanted to ask Matt Boylan kind of about it, like, interview him about it, uh, find out more about it. And I guess he was being really aloof about it and not wanting to share And so Mark's like, well, if he won't talk to people, I'll talk about to this, about people with this. Um, Yeah, my words. I'll talk to people about this. And so then he kind of became more of the father of the movement because he started bringing it to the masses and um, really connecting with people around this where Matt then kind of saw it as he stole his thing. He's like, oh, he came and he took my beliefs. and Now he's just making money off of it. Um, And he really is like he he attacks Mark constantly. And it's not like I don't know, like Mark doesn't seem like a horrible person. Like I feel like in his heart, he feels like he's doing the right thing. But it's like, oh, honey, I really just don't think you are right about this. Um, and like they, uh, my favorite was in the um, thing that we watched. It was Behind the Curve. It's a documentary about flat earthers. And uh, they didn't really have any interviews with Matt. They showed some of his videos, but they put up like a little thing of text that said, when asked to appear in the film, Matt stipulated that he received $5,000, 12% of profits, creative control, guarantee that he be featured in 25 to 50% of the film, and that they support his unverified claim that Mark Sargent is secretly a Warner Brothers executive using an (laughs) alias. (laughs) They're like, and we could not meet his demands. (laughs) We could not
1: meet his demands. That's great. So So he unfortunately
0: didn't do an interview.
1: (laughs) No. Why don't we start off by telling the masses... What the actual belief is, because there is actually, I was surprised at how kind of, I guess structured it is. Did you hear you he fucked her? Um, so Always. the thought is <laughs> that everything is flat. So basically you take the map. The weirdest part to me is that Australia is like northwest of the Americas, which kind of doesn't really make sense, but <laughs> you yeah, take the map, yeah. flatten it, Australia's up there. The North Pole is in the very middle of the map. And then the South Pole is a ring of mountains all the way around. So it's basically what keeps the water in. And then some people even believe there's like a dome. Yeah. (laughs) And I wanted—I forgot. I wanted to preface this. I am very disappointed because coming into Flat Earthers, I was really excited to kind of be challenged and kind of be like, hmm, that's an interesting argument. And it even got to a point where we were going to interview a Flat Earther on the show who's a friend of my sister, and he kind of sounded defeated and didn't want to come on because he's like, I've interviewed with Vice, I've interviewed with lots of different things, and it never goes anywhere. So like, I'm kind of sad that (laughs) we didn't really get a good argument as to why is earth flat? That's my biggest thing that I struggle with is give me a good verifiable why as to Mm -hmm. why are people covering this up?
2: Why would someone want to lie about this? Say if it was in fact real, then like, okay, what Mm -hmm. what next? You know?
1: Yeah. I want (laughs) to (laughs) understand.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's it's so interesting because it's almost like the belief the the resurgence of this where it's really kind of come out again is the fact that they truly believe that as soon as this whole race was happening to get to outer space um and all that was happening that's when the powers that be kind of discovered oh we actually like we're all racing to do this boat. Now we just realize that there's a dome above us and we can't actually do that. And from up there, we can see the world is flat, but we have to keep, and it was also the Antarctica thing. Like they all got together because in this 1958, like everyone signed a treaty saying that no one was allowed to try and take Antarctica and like absorb it as one of, as part of their countries. Um, And the reason they did that is because they realized that there is this, it's not a continent there it is the wall and on the other side of the wall is the unknown and that's where dangerous things could be um, and so they have to keep that a secret and yeah. um, but the whole thing is like but why would they have to keep that a secret and they all just go back to things of like well power and you know yeah.
2: It's because of power and having power.
0: (laughs) 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 So so it is really interesting because, like, they're almost like they dismiss the scientists that, like, came up with the theories of the Earth being round. As in, like, well, that's what they believed in the time. But you see, what we found out in the 50s is that it's absolutely (laughs) flat. And they've just been lying to us ever since.
1: Yeah, and, like, one guy gave kind of his own reason. Um, I can't remember his name, but he was the one who does, like, the hammer juggling. Like, he bounces the ball off the oh. oh. yeah. <laughs> So So he, he went on a tirade. Like, he believes a lot of things. He believes that the Earth isn't as old as it's claimed to be through science. He believes that the dinosaurs are a hoax to encourage the longevity of Earth. And that the flat earth is the natural earth described in the Bible. So to him, it's all tied to the Bible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, that was Nathan Thompson, which is so funny. He's like been brain power he, on a brain power program where he's training his brain to be better. And his way of like showing that his brain is better is to like sit and recite all the state's really fast in (laughs) alphabetical order or to just like recite facts really fast while pinging around a ball on, on hammers. And like, this is him showing that his brain is really strong and that he's really smart. Um, and he is very religiously based as well. Like for him, it seems like, and, and there is a big blend between, people that are very religious and also being very taken in by this theory, um, where it almost seems like there's a fear of being insignificant. And the fact that the world is round is something that continues to make people feel like they are not as special as they are. And, like, I don't know if you noticed how often they said that. And they're like, it's important that, like, we know, like, we're not just infinite insignificant specs, like we are the stars of this like we are the important ones in this and I'm like dude like you don't have to believe it's a flat earth to believe you're special trust me go take some ayahuasca you'll have a wonderful <laughs> adventure where you'll realize not only are you super amazing and special but everyone else's and that doesn't take anything away from you <laughs> um yeah. but yeah it's I I feel like I saw a big fear of the idea of That a round Earth and the round planets and everything kind of takes away the specialness of what Earth is and therefore the specialness of the people upon it. And I'm like, that's a weird reason to have this belief.
1: Yeah. And, like, I get it because we've talked about this with other groups is, like – I feel like a lot of these people started off feeling different or maybe alone. And then you join this group where everybody has this like-minded thing. And I think at a certain point, we even kind of saw this from Mark Sargent, who's the leader. He even said, like, at this point, I couldn't leave the group if I wanted to. Like, even if I didn't believe in Flat Earth, like, this is my family. So I wonder how much of that is, like, just the feeling they get from it.
0: Yes. Yeah, there's definitely a sense of community that is created where people feel like they're finally being seen, finally being heard. Um, and it's so the other interesting thing to me is like they, it seems like they base a lot of arguments on what you can experience firsthand. So a big argument <laughs> is they want us to believe that we're on a ball that's spinning a thousand miles per hour. I don't feel that. Like that, that's the argument.
2: Mm-hmm. Like how
0: can I be moving a thousand miles per space if I can't feel that? Like why if I'm spinning, if I throw something in the air, why does it come back to me and why doesn't it fall behind me, <laughs> like on the floor. Like, shouldn't I have moved by the time that it's returned? Which really kind of the big reason that like we have been taught um, and is a science, I guess, that we believe in and trust in is like gravity is why like there is this, the gravity is all moving towards the center of the earth, which is kind of keeping you at this point of relativity. <laughs> and that's what keeps you there. <laughs> and, um, it's so funny cause like they love doing their own research and like a simple thing that you could do to test about the idea of like kind of how gravity works in a relative space, um, with how it works on the outside is like, go on a ride in your car. You're going to be riding in your car, 65 miles per hour, have a ball, throw it up in the air. Does it hit the windshield behind you? No, it lands in your hand. But you're moving 65 miles per hour. How in the world did it – like it's so funny because I'm like that is one of the simplest experiments that anyone could do and it will show you like you can be in a moving thing and because of the way that gravity is working, (laughs) it comes back to you.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, and what's kind of funny too is they kept referencing like you said, like how ridiculous it sounds that the world would be moving and you know the way we know that the world works – the closest thing that I could think of as a comparison is pregnancy. Like when you're a child <laughs> learning about pregnancy, like a tadpole comes out of my dad's <laughs> penis and swims and finds an egg that comes out of my mom once a month. And then it turns into multiple man and slowly like produces cell after cell. Like that's ridiculous. And like, I Chaos. take comfort in the fact that of course the earth would be ridiculous. Like, If pregnancy is that ridiculous, then why would Earth be a simple explanation? Like, who would come up with the way the Earth works just like, this would be fine. Let's fool them this way.
2: (laughs) But it's funny, though, because their belief or non-belief in gravity itself, they feel that the Earth, this, this disk of an Earth is actually traveling upwards at like 32 feet per second squared. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what's keeping us here locked into the planet is because, yeah, the, the force of the pl- planet going up is causing us down through something called dark energy, which I don't even know, like, what that is. <laughs> it's just so, like,
0: they dark believe energy is gravity, my favorite but... kind of energy, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, which is funny
1: because this is all stuff I read about in Marvel Comics. <laughs> There's the dark dimension. Yeah. Um, one of the things I came across that they believe in, uh, behind the curve is the idea of, like, the parallel Earths. I guess a pocket of people in Flat Earthers believe that there's, like, an exact replica of our Flat Earth next to us and, like, infinitely around us, which I was like, that's really interesting, too, and something I've seen in Marvel.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, and um, I forgot to mention, so... Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was going to say, the interesting thing about, like, the 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 disc that's moving upward through air. So it's like if you jump, the reason you come back down isn't because you're being brought down by ga- gravity. It's because the Earth has moved up to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> 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 Why did you make that face, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: it's just interesting. And I like to imagine it like it's like we're all just on a big elevator that's just going yeah, up yeah. into Earth, forever moving upward. And what is less chaotic? Like, how is the idea of moving forever upward less chaotic than the idea of being on a globe that is spinning yeah. and holding us in place? I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like Flat Earth started as a very simple concept and then they've had to kind of keep morphing it to explain how it works over time to where now it's kind of at a point where it's like it's just as ridiculous sounding as (laughs) the globe theory (laughs) like (laughs) yes but i was gonna mention we didn't talk about the way the sun and the moon work
0: oh well they're just random lights in the sky
1: Well, the sun and the moon circle around (laughs) our flat Earth, around the North Pole, so they're just constantly going in a circle. I had Mm -hmm. a thought, though, and I saw this kind of brought up somewhere. I want to know, is 30 Days of Night a lie, Rachel? Is that movie a lie? Because if the sun and the moon are going in a circle around the North Pole, (laughs) then how are there 30 days of night in Alaska? Because they're just constantly like...
0: (laughs) It makes no sense.
1: So now my movie was, about killer vampires who have 30 days to feed <laughs> is obviously fake.
0: That is the only thing that made that movie fake. <laughs> it's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really, um, I actually really loved the models that the one guy made in the movie that like yeah. Mark had a handful of the models. They're really fun to look at. Um, like beautifully done. And like, Like sometimes I feel like the way that they describe the firmament that's over the top of us. So basically the firmament is what is covering our earth Uh, because there is no outer space. Outer space does not exist. We are on this flat plane and we are covered by this dome. And on that dome is where like the stars and celestial things are like imprinted on this embossed in it so when you look up you're seeing things that have been like drawn onto this and and even when I heard someone else talking about it they described it more like it was like a screen that things get projected upon so like the way that stars and stuff move it's more like a projection show
1: (laughs) yeah and the, the the eclipse was explained as a projection on the dome (laughs)
0: the greatest special effects they've ever witnessed in their
1: lives. (laughs) And again, with the eclipse, who would just think up like, oh, at some point we need to make it look like the sun and the moon (laughs) cross in order to perpetuate this grand lie. Like, it's if somebody did make all this up with the way the Earth works, like, bravo to them. They have an imagination on them.
0: Yes. (laughs) And, oh, my goodness. So, Mark... Um he, Mark Sargent, he's the one that kind of like was the first one to really bring this to YouTube and kind of put out a small reader's digest of here's all the facts up front. Let me tell you. He called it the clues about why the earth is flat. And um, it's like there were just some of the things there where it's like you can so easily disprove some of these things that you just dis- – like put out there as absolute truth and he will still like stare directly into the camera and be like, this is absolute truth. One of the ones, my favorite ones was about like flight patterns. And he's like, well, one of the reasons we know it's flat is because you never see any of the planes like going across like the Indian oceans or going across this way. And basically he was looking at the space of going from like South America over to Australia Kind of, and he's like, look at flight paths. You like never see them going across here. And I'm like, well, you do realize that Australia is actually closer to the other side, got on the globe, because it's a globe and it goes in a circle. Um, So instead (laughs) of going across that way, they can actually get to Australia a lot quicker by going the other way because it's a globe and so it's right there it's not like (laughs) super far and it's like it's right there um yeah and like you would still and like even a person had pulled it up and they're like oh no what are these planes doing here where he said (laughs) planes never fly what are they gonna do there where are you going (laughs)
1: yeah Um,
0: that made me laugh it's just like the things that they sometimes show as proof i'm like how how does this show how does this mean proof to you I don't understand
1: <laughs> the one that drove me crazy is in the beginning Mark was standing at his home and he looked across the water at Seattle and he said this proves that the <laughs> earth is flat because I can see Seattle if it was a globe I wouldn't be able to see Seattle and I was like but you can see that Seattle is slightly below the horizon because it's a globe.
2: (laughs) You don't understand
0: because of the way that eyesight works and the limitations of how far we can see things disappear from the bottom up. And that isn't because of the curvature of the earth. It's because of the limitations (laughs) of my human sight.
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I, I do want to point out, um, A lot of these people who are in this documentary, they do seem like smart people. A lot of them did know, like, some heavy math and things like that. Like, they were very creative in these experiments they're doing. So I don't think there's, like, a label you could say, like, every person who's a flat earther is crazy or every person is this. Like, I think, like, for example, you've met the flat earther, Rachel, that Jenny knows. And, like, we would have never guessed. He was in the murder mystery party that we were a part of. I'll okay. tell you about it later. But yeah, like we would never guess because there's no like stamp saying like, this is what a flat earther looks like. And just like any other group, like I don't think IQ has anything to do with it. I think it's just how you want to fit in and what you want to like accept and reject of science. Mm-hmm.
0: I Yeah, I can see that. And I feel, I mean, the one thing I do think is like, a very important part of being someone that really subscribes to this is that the people tend to be those who believe that there is a reason that they are being controlled and lied to, and they hate being lied to. They don't want to be lied to. um, And they're angry about being lied to. And it's so interesting to me that a, there's so much overlap between this and religious, uh, very like k- Christian <laughs> ideals because they're like, well, I need absolute proof that something exists for me to believe that this like show me hard proof that makes sense to me is proof of this round globe. But also I believe that there is a God in the heavens And he's making this all happen. So it's really interesting to me because it's – they – yeah. There's simultaneously the desire to only believe in what can be proven to them. um, But they have faith about other things. (laughs) I'm like, okay. okay.
1: (laughs) So actually, I wanted to ask this on the show. And I I had a conversation about this at lunch today in preparation for this show. But we're seeing – especially with, like, QAnon, with flat earthers, there's a lot more conspiracy theories today. So what do you think is driving this uptick in the um, kind of throwing out science and, like, making our own rules or making our own theories? Well, I
0: think one of them... Sorry, go on.
2: No, no, go ahead. You first. Okay. I was going to... Yeah, I'm going to hear you. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, I think it's a lot of the driving force of just like the spread of knowledge is obviously the internet. Um, like flat earthers has been around for a while or just the thought of the notion of having a flat earth it has been a while, but like it's been growing recently because of the creation of the internet where just like everyone's able to spread their, their ideas. And even now, like you don't even know what information out there is true or not. Like you have to do more research Um, So I definitely think the internet has something to do with it for sure. Mm -hmm.
0: Definitely. And not just plain old internet, but I think uh, one of the biggest parts of it is smartphones. Um, Because before to get to this information online, you had to, sit at a computer and boot it up. And um, not everyone had computers at home and easily accessible, but then smartphones became so affordable. And like my grandma has a smartphone an iPhone, like, and it just gave people the ability that maybe weren't able to just hop on the internet at any moment before to now, like they can get on there and they can search for things and they can watch YouTube all from a phone easily that they have with them everywhere as opposed to where before you could only do that when you were kind of sitting at a desk, um, you know, on a computer.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, uh, Facebook is a big one that's spreading a lot of this information and it's not that Facebook is evil. It's just Facebook is very open about letting people use it as a platform for finding groups. But the, uh, some of the groups that pop up are, of misinformation, but also it's alarming to me how distrustful, and I'll include myself in this, like, I feel like we've all become so distrustful of our own government. Like, (laughs) we're looking, I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I think the government's generally out there to help me, but because of the past, past presidents, you know, the whole two-party system, I just think it's natural to start to, see one side or the other as like this villain and start looking at you like what are they hiding and what's going on and it's breeding this yeah. society that's turning ugly
0: well and it certainly doesn't help when they finally like we're in this pandemic all locked our locked in our houses and they finally admit to us that aliens exist and it's like thank you yeah. Why do you have to hide it for so long? We all knew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that doesn't help. <laughs> um, because they're like, if they're lying about that, what else are they lying about?
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's funny, we just had an episode on Charmed on Hanging with the Hollowells where the government had found a demon and they, like, took the demon. They imprisoned it, they did tests on it, and because they did tests on this demon, it started this whole, like, it's Resident Evil. It started, like, the strain that could affect people and turn them into Hulk, and we talked a little bit about, well, like, shows like Charmed and, like, the X-Files, especially I think a lot of 90s shows, Mm -hmm. that was kind of the theme, is, like, the government sucks, so a lot of us came up on those shows, so I wonder if that has something to do with it.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. What else about this flat earth? Yes. Uh, I was going to
1: talk about, uh, (laughs) I love the gyroscope test.
0: The gyroscope (laughs)
2: test. (laughs) So, and this
1: is where, this is a good example of, these flat earthers are smart. They're creative. Like, kudos to you flat earthers, but. Somebody, I don't think they were given a name. They purchased a gyroscope for $9,000 that had four lasers coming out of it. And it was incredibly sensitive. It was $20,000. To-
0: oh, $20,000? $20, it was $20,000. It was freaking wow. expensive. Yeah. yeah. I was shocked.
1: <laughs> so they broke down if the Earth spins on the 360 degrees per day then if it truly is spinning, the gyroscope would pick up that movement, and we should see at least 15% movement in the time frame that we're testing. Degrees, Degrees, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 15-degree movement. So they turn on the gyroscope, and to their surprise, it slowly started moving, (laughs) and it moved 15 degrees within the time frame. So that right there should prove like, well, yeah, the Earth is round and it's spinning, but then they're like, "Well, then we set out to prove why it's wrong." <laughs> they decided that it was we reading the prove, sky movement,
0: <laughs> yeah, we need to prove why this gyroscope doesn't work, which and so that's a big thing in science and people that work as scientists, um there's a lot that they do for checks and balances around like different. Experiments that they do and improving things where they say, like, okay, I have a theory. I need to test it to prove it. And it has to be able to be recreated other places and um, hopefully, like, proven through multiple methods. And instead, the way that we see a lot of these experiments being done uh, within the flat earth community is... They go in saying, this is the answer, and I want to prove it. And if something isn't working out, it I want to disprove that thing. Whereas in normal science, you're like, I have a theory that this is it, so let me have an experiment and see what the answer will be. <laughs> it's not like I have to prove this or prove everything else wrong that indicated otherwise. It's about um, being open to the fact that, oh, Even getting a, hey, I wasn't right, is a step in the right direction. Um, Yeah. What
1: what came to mind to me is, like, if I'm trying to prove that Santa Claus is real, I'm going to leave out cookies. And if somebody takes a bite out of one of those cookies or eats it, well, it must mean that Santa Claus is real. And I feel like that's the way they do their science. (laughs) Because I saw a video where, like, a rocket exploded and it went into, like, a blue flame and he's like, Oh, the blue flame, it's hitting the dome. So that proves <laughs> that the dome is there. I'm
2: like,
0: uh, There could be a lot of other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if they happen to find a video where they see their parents taking a bite of the cookie, they need to prove why that video was doctored to show right. their parent eating the cookie. Because it's Why clearly did Santa Claus Santa dress Costa. as my parent?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Um, It's just because he didn't want to make me feel nervous in case I saw him.
1: Yeah. (laughs) One other (laughs) thing I thought of, which I thought was funny, because if it's true that the big basis is that NASA messed up and now they're trying to hide it, the comparison I thought to that, I was full of comparisons when I was thinking about this, (laughs) is the dinosaurs. Because science had no problem coming out and saying, hey, everyone, we were wrong. Dinosaurs were more avian or bird-like than they were a reptilian so like yeah obviously scientists are just more on the side of we just if we have proof we're gonna tell you yeah. <laughs> if we're wrong we want that information to be known
0: yeah are we shattering your childhood beliefs around dinosaurs i'm sorry but just so you know they had feathers
1: <laughs> yeah fuck jurassic park they were birds <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, and I, one of the other things I noticed is, like, they do have very aggressive language. They're always talking about how the belief in Around Earth is because we've been indoctrinated. It's always, like, you have been indoctrinated through since childhood. Um, and they also use, like, the word of the enemy. Like, you've been indoctrinated by the enemy. And it's all very much um, kind of pitched as this, like, well... We just need to show ballers, because that's one of the things they call us, ballers, globeheads, <laughs> all these things. Um, we need to really bring the truth to them because they've been indoctrinated. So it makes sense that you believe this, but if you continue to believe this after I've given you the proof, then you're kind of part of the problem, is what it felt like.
1: Yeah, and I was actually talking to Alan about that. That's something... I'll say about myself, which I think is a little dangerous, because Rachel, you've known me a long time. I like to kind of be the odd one out or the outcast or like not be just like everybody else. So when somebody says like, oh, you're sheep like or oh, you just believe it because school told you to There's a part of me who's like, no, I'm a rebel. (laughs) I'm not one of everybody else. So like it really, I think, (laughs) speaks to that part. That's you know in a lot of us, where we, we want to be different and we find other people mm-hmm. who are different through groups like this:
0: And we want to be special. We're not mm-hmm. insignificant creatures like we're special. Jupiter isn't special. Jupiter doesn't have moons. Why is everyone always talking about Jupiter's
1: moons? <laughs> and she's like the worst sailor scout.) <laughs> <gasps>
0: How dare you?
1: <laughs> She's the
0: best. It's <laughs> all about
1: Ron Venus. <laughs>
0: Ugh, everyone loves Venus. So boring. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so, and so my favorite if you have time, this behind the curve. Um, documentary is really fun, listeners, because it's it costs like $3.99 to rent on YouTube, even. And it's clear that the documentary crew had a side that they're on, and they definitely are ballers. They're globeheads like us. Um, and so, but they they like show up and they listen. Uh, but they kind of show this a lot through, you know, subtle. Filming things. One of my favorites is that Mark and um Patricia Steer, um they are both kind of big within the Flat Earth community. And they went to the Houston Space Center um to kind of look at things and really expose the lies. And they were going around and like they made were making fun of like the outfit that the they had the uniform that an astronaut would wear and like it had a watch on it and apparently the watch strap was broken. So, Oh, how trashy this place is broken. And then they, um, sat, uh, Mark sat down to like play on this like thing that really shows you like you're going to be blasted into space. And he's like pushing, he's touching and touching and touching the screen that's up above him and he's like nothing's working nothing's working and so he finally gets up and he's like everything's here here's broken it's all broken because it's all a broken like idea and it's not real and and he's they're walking away and the camera just kind of like goes and pans from them over to the thing <laughs> he just got up from and to a giant green button that says press <laughs> to start <laughs> on it
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's like they just do these, like, and and some of the lines they picked. Like, they're speaking with one of the guys that's like part of this group called FECORE, F E C E O R E, and it's like about flat Earth proving through science experiences that it's a flat Earth. And he's like, I've learned how hard
2: experiments are. (laughs) That's like his big (laughs) takeaway. And it's interesting. um, Oh, yeah, go on. Oh, I was just going to talk more about Patricia. Just, there was that one mm-hmm. point where she was talking about how there were, like, even conspiracy theories about herself, like how people thought she was reptilian. P- Patricia mm-hmm. ends with CIA, so she was part of the CIA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, her yes. lasting oh. steward because she can steer people into, you know, flat earthers. So it, it's just interesting that, yeah. like, she gets these theories about herself, yet she's also pushing conspiracy theories of uh, obviously flat earth Earth theme. So it was, that's just, it boggles my mind that that happens. Like you're, you're kind of a little hypocritical.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It felt like an extreme moment of not being connected
2: to the reality
0: of things. Right. Cause she full on says like, well, am I like them? No, I'm not. <laughs> They're like, oh, I'm no. They even said, like, she's a flat earth honeypot to lure men <laughs> into flat earth. And she's in it for the money. And she's transgender and drinks blood. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no.
1: Oh, no. Well, and it's funny how it Poor always Patricia. comes back to Satan. It all, And a lot of these conspiracy theories always come back to Satan worshiping. And that drives yes. me a little bit crazy, but fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, like – They had a section where they asked a bunch of people who's at the top and they did a compilation of the answers and they're like, the Jews, the Masons, the Jesuits, the Rockefellers, the Satanists, the Vatican. Yeah. (laughs) Just like all the things that you hear from all the other conspiracy theories. And there does seem to be a journey in coming to flat Earth, that happens for a lot of people, where they started as a conspiracy theorist in general, and so they've already gone through like chemtrails, they've gone through UFOs, they've um, gone through Pizza Gate, they um, are all about like Sandy Hook was not real and false flags, and like the flat Earth they say is the very last conspiracy theory you get to. And you always think to yourself, well, I'm not going to do that. That's, that's ridiculous. But then they open it and they get into it and they realize I've been duped all my life. And after that, there's no going back because now you've arrived at the truth and you have to share the truth with everyone. And it's just, it's so interesting to me that they, even when they talk about it, you can kind of hear how they had the disdain for oh, flat earth. But now They are full on in it. They are dedicated. They believe it. Um, Yeah. Oh, and I loved there was when they were talking to the Nathan guy who was like juggling things and all that. He, my favorite was that he's like, they'll tell you that flat earthers are just like men living in their mom's basement. But I don't know anyone like that. And then it cut over to Mark (laughs) (laughs) Sargent. Yeah, yeah. who is living (laughs) in his mom's house. (laughs) And he's like the leader of the movement. There's really funny moments like that in this (laughs) documentary. Highly recommend.
1: So one thing I wanted to point out too from the documentary that was very obvious and a little alarming to me is we already kind of talked about this, but Mark Sargent saying like, basically he didn't really exist outside of the movement. And now that he's in it, like he's, kind of quasi-famous, like, he kept talking about how people recognize him, and when people were giving him stuff in the Pasadena get-together, he's like, oh, a good thing I brought this bag to put all this swag in, (laughs) and the most alarming part to me is that he has a shirt that says, I am Mark Sargent, so obviously, like, he wants the attention, he wants people to know, he thrives, and, like, I don't think there's a problem with that, but I think the problem comes in that, like he said, I think at a certain point, not even he may believe this, but he loves the life he has because of it.
0: Yeah, and so he can't possibly speak out against it. Yeah, definitely. You will you see a lot of that in this. Like, anytime he talks about things like, oh, have you been recognized before? And he's like, oh, I've been recognized. And uh, he, he really thrives off of the public attention um, that he gets from it. And I feel like, in general, he just... Um kind of I guess it was really interesting. He was um uh, an online pinball champion at one yeah. point.
1: <laughs> pinball wizard.
0: Like, <laughs> but not even on a real pinball machine. On a yeah. on a computer one. He <laughs> doesn't believe
2: in balls, so that's like, why. Or yeah. around spheres.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't ever really talk about like at a point of having a career of any sort. So it definitely s- feels like he's someone where now this is like a passionate calling he has, um, that also mm-hmm. gets him all this attention, um, which I think is helpful. And I mean, as we all know, he's secretly a Warner brothers executive using an alias. <laughs> that just
2: makes sense. Warner
0: Brothers <laughs> Also has skin in the game. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And, like, another thing that drove me crazy, I watched a short interview on Vice (laughs) with a flat earther, and they asked him, if the earth is flat, can you explain how the seasons work? And his answer was, I can't explain that right now, but I'm sure an explanation (laughs) will come. (laughs) (laughs) So it just kind of drives me crazy a little. If you're going to believe in this wholeheartedly, like, at least have answers. Because I mean you know, different religious people who can at least speak to or defend, like, why they believe in their religion or talk to the beliefs of their religion. But if you can't even explain fully, like, what you believe, I don't know. That's a little scary to me.
0: Yeah. So I will say, uh, one of the things that I listened to was, like, a kind of debate sort of thing where it was, like, one baller, globehead, with <laughs> – like three and a half or so one and a half (laughs) ballers versus three and a half flat earthers um where like he came to it not even like with the he's like i mean i'm believe that the the world is round but like also he doesn't have any scientific background and hasn't done any like big research into it um so going into this debate with these flat earthers who then like put all this pseudo science out there and then like ridicule him for the fact that like well if you believe the earth is rotating how how could you not know how fast it's rotating like it's because you're indoctrinated and because you don't so like there is sort of an element to where like I believe that the earth is round, but if you ask me about the science of it I'm like Because I trust scientists. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's my background, which is very similar to having a belief, like, in uh, a religious way and being like, because I trust priests, you know?
1: That's a very good point. Yeah, we are just taking for granted that the science is correct. And, like, it does make sense from the way that the science has been explained that this is how it would work. And we have seen other planets in the sky, which also lend to that theory. But then there's always an answer or something that could be shot into the theory to make bullet holes. Like we've heard things that the moon is a projection, the moon is hollow, the moon is, you know, any number of things.
0: (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah. Oh, I love, there was like a fun quote um, that they said about our dear friends at JPL Uh, If y'all remember, we have a close relationship with JPL because our dear friend, Jack Parsons, (laughs) helped found it. (laughs) Uh, But they're like, they're not just hiding flat earth. They're doing sacrifices and blood rituals. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a joke that someone said where they said something along the lines of like a Satanist, a Jew, and something else walked into a bar. And what did they do? They formed NASA, and they're, of course, referring (laughs) to the fact that JPL was started by our dear friend Jack Parsons, who was, you know, (laughs) fun. Yeah,
2: yeah. So
0: Um. I I did appreciate having that tie back. And the fact that when they met, they had those two meetups at the end of the thing. Um, There was the JPL uh, Astronomy on Tap, which I've actually been to that event before in Pasadena. And then there was the Flat Earther thing happening just like – Two miles away, probably not even two miles away, at the luggage room in Pasadena, where they were gathering, and I'm like, I've been to all those places. Yeah,
2: <laughs> no, we like, used to That's live my there. <laughs> buddy
0: used to walk around. <laughs> yeah. So it's
1: one of the yeah, things I don't understand. Oh no, go on. Oh, I don't understand. Like know. NASA, NASA's not the only space program with skin in the game. Like, there's has yeah. other programs who report the same thing. So I don't understand why NASA is brought under such uh, heat.
0: Well, but they believe they're all in on it because it's not just the mm-hmm. U S government that's hiding this. It's all of the governments everywhere. That's why they have this Antarctica agreement is because they want to stop people from going there so that they can protect the wall um, well, and Well,
2: they also thought the U.N. was part of this, too, Oh, because if you ever seen the U.N. symbol, it's actually a map of a flat earth. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, they're responsible for all the governments keeping the secret.
0: And <laughs> it, it's not just because, you know, if the U.N. actually showed a globe, then you would miss a lot of the nation's in the world. <laughs> That's not why they have used a no. <laughs> flat earth like <laughs> map <laughs> to include all the nations. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I And one of the things they say is that even like people in NASA, they believe that they believe what they're doing because they've kept everything compartmentalized. Like you're in this, Area, and So you're just building rockets. You're in this area. So you're doing these launches and you think you're doing the launches, but it's really all just simulated. And so you don't know that you're not really creating this. Um, I think one of the biggest arguments that they like is the fact that they say there's not any actual images of Earth uh, from space where it kind of shows like what we see that image as. And it's like we've seen that image, but it's a composite images because of the movement of the earth and everything like that and um so it always says on them hey this is a composite and that's means it's been photoshopped a bunch together to create the final image we're seeing and they're saying that's not all it is it's really just completely photoshopped to look in the shape of a a globe just so you Hmm. know
1: just so you know
0: And I would love to see follow-ups because a big um, argument at the time that some of the things I was listening to was that um, the reason that privatization of space travel is stopped is because of this firmament and because of the fact that we are a flat Earth and you can't actually go to space. Um, But now that seems to be not the case anymore. We have millionaires making rockets and flying to space. So where where's that argument? Um, and I, I'm sure that they're just like, well, they're in on the secret too. Um, yeah, because yeah. they're wealthy and corrupt and probably reptilians. I mean, to be
1: true. <laughs> um, <laughs> so one of my favorite new things that I learned about is this past year at a convention, a new theory <laughs> has come out. With Flat Earthers, it's very much contested, just like the Infinite Earths. Uh, They estimated only about 30% of Flat Earthers may believe in the Infinite Earth thing. This one's even more contested. I guess it's very split, but they're saying it's called the Pac-Man effect, where once you reach one side of this Flat Earth, you automatically magically teleport to the other side of the Earth, so that way it seems like it's seamless. Like, you go from one side to the other like Pac-Man does.
0: And, you know, this just resonates with me because that makes so much more sense than the fact that we are just on a round ball. Yeah. <laughs> and so it is just always connected. And, and yeah, like,
2: yeah.
0: clearly there is a, a solid line at one side of this map. And if I go to the tip of... Alaska, I show up in Russia through teleportation and not because occasionally in the winter there is a land bridge that is formed via ice that I can walk across and then get in trouble for entering in a place where there are no ports or valid uh, border um, patrols, so... Well, that makes sense. And my question is, sense.
1: where's where's the person? Like, wouldn't you just see somebody randomly, like, appear next yeah. to you if this <laughs> were true? Like, how come nobody's, like, doing this?
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly, if this is true, this probably also means that Langoliers are real and that you can fly into yesterday and get <laughs> stuck there and then have to try to escape before they come to eat you.
1: You so. in that damn movie
0: <laughs> it, it me. I watched it way too young and it has sat with me ever since
1: but um. yeah so this pac-man effect I think is a really good example of like in trying to prove that flat earth can actually be a thing like look how far astray we've gone from like reality <laughs> like yeah. it's just like you said Rachel like these people say they have scientific proof, but then when you're throwing out teleportation, we've we've gone pretty we're we're in, we're in sci-fi now. <laughs> it's Star Trek.
2: <laughs> well have you heard their thoughts on trees? No. <laughs> <laughs> so so basically forests that exist that you think exist today are actually not forests. Trees are actually bushes. Because back way, like, thousands of years ago, trees were actually giant. Like, when you see, like, plateaus and mesas, they're actually not mountains. They're tree stumps. So that's why the Earth, when you see, like, mountains and stuff, how it's, like, you know, goes up and down, it's because those are ancient trees back in the day, and the Earth was actually just literally flat. Have they seen...
0: Have, have they seen volcanoes and <laughs> have they been to a continental divide yet where they can see things <laughs> smashing into each other? I've been to two different continental divides to be true, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Um, wow.
2: Yeah. Wow. And again, this well, was and what's... The, the genesis of a YouTube video that circulated around like 2018. So again, like just, you know, internet again, just yeah. information.
0: Yeah. Um, what I find really interesting is one of the most, kind, one of the modern fathers of flat earthers, uh, Samuel Robotham, um, he was around like in 1849, um, kind of perpetuating the idea of the flat earth. He created a pamphlet that was called the Satetic Astronomy, uh, subtitle Earth, Not a Globe. Um, and he eventually turned that from a 16 page pamphlet into a book in 1865, but apparently Samuel would go around and he would take part in these debates where they would sell tickets to the debates for people to come see. So there were a lot of people that said he actually didn't even believe the theories himself that earth was, uh, not a globe but it was actually something that he made a lot of money on like that's how he made his money was by being at these debates and selling tickets to them and then also by selling these pamphlets and these books so that's really interesting because i think there's a little bit of that now in the community where they will accuse certain people of only being part of the movement in order to make money like they said that of patricia some people say that of mark um and it's like, because they're like, oh, you're only doing this so that you can be on the YouTube and make all the money. Um, so there it's, it's interesting to me, um, how even within this community, um, they will question people that are part of it, saying that they're in it for the wrong reasons. Whereas of course they're in it for the right reasons. So they're, there's some interesting infighting that's happening.
1: Yeah. Cool. So I think we pretty thoroughly covered flat Earth. Did you? Did either of you have anything to add before we get to our Cabos, our tenants?
0: <laughs> uh, can we? Can we talk about one more experience or experiment? The laser experiment.
1: Oh, I love this one too. Yeah, go for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so as we know, they formed Ficor to do experiments, to truly prove that the earth is flat. And so um, they were having their kind of first annual flat earthers conference in 2017, and they were doing a handful of experiments so they could hopefully bring those results to the conference to be able to present them and feel really proud that they had scientifically proven that the earth is flat. And so one of these, there, there seems to be this... Um, one experience that has been used a couple times over the past couple hundred years, um, where with a level across, you kind of go across a body of water that's like really long. So like three miles, six miles long body of water. And you set up a couple of posts that are all set up like kind of to have the same height above water. And then you want to kind of shine a laser like across them and and if you can hit that laser at the same point on each of those, if they're like at the same heights, then you've proven that the earth is flat um, so the very first time they got together they we saw two different kind of attempts uh, where they went to go do it, and the first time they got together, they have this like really special high powered laser and they got a special thing that you could put on it to really concentrate the beam so that it stays small. But one thing that we kind of know, we see it on flashlights and on lasers, is as you get further away from something, the dot gets bigger and bigger um, because light disperses. It just naturally kind of spreads as you uh, focus it further and further out. Um... So they're there. They set up all these things. They're super far apart and they're trying to shine the laser across. And first of all, um the guy at <laughs> one of the posts says he's like seeing the laser kind of fumble about it and he's like, "Well, you're like you're way higher than I would expect you to be <laughs> or something like like that that laser would like point o- way over where I would be like that that's higher than I would expect it to be, which is what you expect if the you know earth is curved um, but not not in this situation um and then when they finally kind of got it focused in on the area where this like wood was it was just so dispersed like they were expecting like maybe a softball sized dot to show up there but it just lit up the entire thing because the light had dispersed and <laughs> widened um So they had to, like, turn in. They were all all very disappointed that it didn't go as planned. And they're like, but this doesn't prove anything. Nothing's proven yet. So they came back later, and instead of using a laser, um, they used a camera set up and, like, shining a light through holes so that, like, if the camera then picked it up, you could kind of somehow do this experiment the same. And um, will you believe it or not, uh, that that light as it came through was much lower than where they were like in height. Like they're like, why is it so low? Why is the camera picking that up so low to the ground? It can't be that like it needs to be at the same height. Um, And so I guess they went back later and did some other experiments where they could kind of make it work. uh, But, and then just ignored it as, Oh, it was faulty. The fact (laughs) that, was actually lower. It was it's so silly. It's so
1: silly. Well I love there's a part where he says, try lifting up the camera and he does. And then he sees it and he's like, Oh darn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh darn. I don't know what to make of that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, it's good. it's funny how these experiments to prove that the earth is flat so far have done the opposite. But yeah, they just keep coming up with Reasons why it's not correct. Let's debunk this thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So let's go through our tenants. So I think we'd all agree there is definitely a charismatic leader, whether it's through um uh what's the name Mark?
0: Mm-hmm. Mark. Or, or the math. other one Matt.
1: Yeah. Math. math. That's right, <laughs> math. Ooh, math.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, yeah, we got some really charismatic uh, personalities on here. And it's not just, like, the leaders that we saw. I think it's also, like, the amount of people that you see getting on making YouTube videos where, I mean, some of them are very boring. But other people get super engaged with them because the people making them are so passionate. Um, And also there's lots of podcasts and all that good stuff. Yeah,
1: And, I mean, you're right. Even um, you said his name earlier, the one who – does the mallet juggling with the ball he even Mm -hmm. is very charismatic and like he was very interesting to listen to and he had a lot of theories so i do have to give it to flat earthers they're very passionate for their craft and they really want to prove it so like i see the appeal here in like getting to be creative and getting to like hang out with your chill dudes and like you know craft time you know what i mean (laughs)
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: All right. How about alienation?
0: So I think there's some alienation that happens, but not in the way we usually think of it with cults. I think um, one of the things that I've heard said is like, well, once you go flat earth, you can't date anyone that isn't also flat earther. Um, And sometimes that's because, like, the minute you share your belief with them, they're out. Um, Or sometimes it's from their point of view where they're like, well, if you're not going to accept the truth of this, like, I can't be with you. Um, And as we saw, a lot of people, they expressed, like, how alone they felt um, before they came to this. Like, they had also almost been, like, a link alienated by society where they felt like the outsiders in normal everyday society until they found the flat earth community and they finally felt accepted. So I do think there's some alienation in the fact that these are people who already feel like they're on the fringe um, and don't feel accepted by society as a whole.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. Cause I did a few um, interviews where people said like, my family doesn't talk to me anymore. I broke up with my girlfriend, but I just believe in my belief so much that, you know, I can't have these people in my life. So there definitely is, like you said, very, very thoughtfully, there is alienation on both sides of it. Yeah. Feeling alienated, which drives them to join the cult and feeling alienated from people who think they're crazy or treat them crazy. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, Alan. Alan. Mm -hmm. Do you think, could you be with me if I was a flat earther?
2: No. (laughs) Why? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's just, there's just so many arguments that we're probably going to have. And if I feel like a lot of these flat earthers are really into it. So I don't think it's really, there's a chance to like change their opinions and vice versa as well too about the earth.
1: Yeah, that's something that I thought of too. The fact that you are Catholic and I am atheist, <laughs> like, and we coexist just fine because yeah. we respect each other's beliefs. But you, it feels like you really don't get that from flat earthers. Yeah. Like, it very much feels like you are either with me or against me, which was alarming
2: because it's such like a, a tangible thing. Like, I mean, for me, anyways, I feel like it's such a there's tangible tangible evidence of like a spherical sper- spirit. Cool. is that the right Spherical? word? Spherical. Spherical. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> the whole world out there that, you know, it's, it's like, you're, I don't know. I, I just don't know if I can.
1: Yeah. I know. I think in theory, I'd like to think I could be friends or like be with someone who's a flat earther, but I think that passion they exhibit is yeah. what would get in the way.
2: Like friends maybe, but I don't know if I could live with someone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about belief system?
0: There are some yes. beliefs.
1: There's some major <laughs> beliefs,
2: <Yeah. laughs>
1: And pretty much take any one of our I think we're up to episode 75, which is crazy, but take any belief from any one of those, and you could probably apply it to any of these flat earthers. They're a mishmash yes. of everything. <laughs> yeah. How about um outside evil? NASA. NASA.
0: (laughs) NASA is the ultimate evil. Um, Yeah, and and they won't tell us exactly who it is that is the evil (laughs) and who has the power, but they exist.
1: Yep, they exist. And then we talked a lot about sense of community, so that one's definitely there. But what's crazy (laughs) is even though they hit all the marks, I don't know that I would consider this... A dangerous cult like it's more just a belief that brings people together
0: mm-hmm. like I guess this one to me does read a little bit more cult-like in some ways but yeah not like cults like the kind that you're gonna go drink kool-aid and a al- lot and alive yourselves it's more like a cult of belief um yeah that hopefully i think for me what seems more dangerous is the idea of these um ideas kind of getting more support behind them and like getting to a place where that could be taught in school like they are angry that schools will not teach flat earth theory alongside spherical earth theory and i to me i'm just like no that's not good.
2: <laughs> we can't teach
0: this in schools. That's not right. Yeah. I mean, the minute you prove it for real, beyond what modern science has proven of a spherical Earth, okay, then yes. But I, I don't believe that they have proved it.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like, there is no acceptable proof. Like, that's what's really hard for me is you may not like the proof that we have of a spherical earth, but at least there is like proof of it.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Uh, I forgot. There was one thing that I found interesting cause I mentioned how this is kind of the end of the road for all the conspiracies. Usually people have done all the conspiracies before getting here. And what I love is a lot of times these are people that really believed like in aliens, um, But now, so they had to then reframe what they thought aliens were, because obviously there is no outer space, and one cannot go to outer space nor come from outer space. So now their concept of aliens is that they are the so they're like they're ex they're not aliens they're extraterrestrials. So they're 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 beings from other territories, and Terra means Earth. You know, so they're just from different kind of areas of Earth. So aliens are coming from beyond the ice wall. They're creatures that live in lands beyond the ice wall.
2: So different from Disney's extraterrestrial attraction.
0: (laughs) Which is the best ride that was ever
2: made.
0: (laughs) You know, I showed Sean this video of a person that recreated the Shrek 4D for a friend. And what I need to do is I need to recreate extra terrorist reel for Sean.
1: I'll do it for you, Literally, this 4D thing was somebody shaking a chair.
0: And spraying water in their face. (laughs) And then popping up and pointing, because 3D. Because
1: 3D. (laughs) Yeah, wow, I didn't hear that one yet. That's so Game of Thrones though. Like Game of Thrones has really given a lot of fuel to the fire of these people. I mean,
0: the timing lines up, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the release of Game of Thrones and the real, how much that took a hold and really helped validate this idea of the ice wall that can't be uh, crossed.
1: Mm -hmm. So I have some... Really sweet news for everybody. So Mm. I'll keep names out of it. But we got a huge, very sweet message. Like, this person could write a novel easily. Like, it was such a long message. But it was so appreciated. I read the whole thing. I read it multiple times. They basically said that they miss Marvelous Galaxy of Disney. I know, kind of a sore spot. But um, it may be coming back. But also, they said that their friend has been indoctrinated into a cult and that a lot of other cult shows that they listen to are very judgmental of the victims. And they said they really appreciate about Once Upon a Cult that we are more understanding. Because just because we don't share the belief, we can still respect the people who do. And we at least, like can laugh at ourselves for the things that we believe like our beliefs are just as ridiculous as anybody else's with their beliefs so like it's all in fun and games it's all for knowledge so they asked that we take a look at this cult especially because it is so big in the news right now because the leader was just on trial so, um, huge thank you to this person. I told them they made my day, and since I told them Marvelous may be coming back, they said that I made their day. <laughs> so, it was a really nice little conversation. They also wanted me to say hi to both of you, because they love all three of hi. us. <laughs> but all that to say, we really appreciate the message. We really appreciate that you seeing us, what we want to portray is that, you know, just because... You may think that the belief is crazy. It doesn't mean we need to disrespect that person. Um, But also, we will be doing the cult that they suggested. This is Larry Ray. We're going to kind of bump off one of our planned cults from this season to the next season just because it is so timely that Larry Ray was just on trial but also, the fact that we're being asked to do this, it really just kind of makes us feel special. Like we're not living yeah. on a sphere. So we wanted to do <laughs> All it as soon as
0: possible. in space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're special. <laughs> we're special. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah,
1: look for that. In two weeks, we'll be talking about Larry Ray, who basically, in a nutshell, moved into his daughter's dorm and started to kind of indoctrinate and sexually abuse so college upset. students. Yeah. I'd
0: be so upset if that was my dad. What? Yeah. No, get out of my dorm room now. Go, leave. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Go, leave. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> you excited. Don't live here. I actually <laughs> I didn't know about this, so I'm glad to learn about it.
1: You know what's funny is I remember getting a, like, news pop-up on my phone about a guy who moved into his daughter's dorm, but I didn't think to read it. So then when we were mm-hmm. told that it was very culty, I was like, why didn't I read that? Like, it had all the <laughs> mentions of a group that we should be looking <laughs> into. I was like, eh, I'm watching Power Rangers <laughs> swipe. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh.
0: Oh, I feel cool, like... You should, uh, like at the end of this, we should play some. Fl- Did you listen to any of the Flat Earth music?
2: A
1: little bit. It was yeah. really bad, though, so we yeah. turned it off.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, I have this one. I'll have to send it to you. It's called Do You Still Believe We Went to the Moon? And it's like very bluesy. <laughs> and I feel oh. like we need to share. just to, like, And it actually sounds like a real song. Like Mm -hmm. a real song. (laughs) So I'm gonna I'll have to send this to you. We'll see if we can share a tiny bit of it for our listeners because I think that'd be fun.
1: (laughs) Fun. Rachel. Yes. Where can we find you?
0: In Oregon, under snow. Oh (laughs) Oh, and on A Real Bodice Ripper, a podcast about the problematic nature of romance novels. Uh, we are releasing new episodes now. We had a little bit of a hiatus while we figured out the fact that I live in a van on the road, and we're finally doing them again. So <laughs> definitely tune in and check it out. <laughs> Yay!
1: And this week on uh, Hanging with the Hollowells, which I do with Kevin we are reviewing the Charmed episode Via Con Leos. I love the name of this episode, <laughs> which uh, Kevin already said he loves this episode because he loves anything leo centric So I'm excited. I uh, haven't watched it yet, but you can hear us talk about it this week.
0: Go with Leos.
1: Go with like. Leos. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you back here in two weeks with uh, information on Larry Ray and hopefully some more information beyond that. (laughs) Teaser.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.